Are you overwhelmed by student loans? Do you feel like Sally Mae is sabotaging your financial stability? Well, in this episode, the student loan doctor, Sonia Lewis, shares her story and some awesome ways to pay off your student loans and slay Sally Mae. Welcome to the Financial Fornicating with Madam Money podcast, where fun financial tips are shared for sexier and healthier relationships with your money and credit. This is Tara Jackson, aka Madam Money. So as you all know, I went to this awesome conference called FinCon, which is financial conference where money nerds and media collide and unite. And I did a couple interviews. This is the second interview that I did with a wonderful young lady. Her name is Sonia Lewis. She is known as the student loan doctor. Now, here's the thing. She's the CEO of the, and the first, uh, she's the CEO of the first African-American and women-owned student loan repayment company in the country. So this made me really excited, one, to talk to her, but she gave some awesome tips. So I hope you enjoy the interview as much as I did. So another episode of Financial Fornicating with Madam Money with an awesome guest live at FinCon in Orlando, Florida. And uh, this is something that's near and dear to my heart because as you all know with my story, I am very, very, very bitter about my student loans. Very, very bitter about my student loans. So anytime I'm doing a public um, speaking engagement or anything, they're probably gonna come up. And I think a lot of us feel the same way. I have a special guest here who is the master. Actually, she's the doctor. She's a student loan doctor, LLC. She is the first African-American female-owned company that helps people with their student loans. I have Miss Sonia Lewis with me, and it's face-to-face. -face. It was so good to yeah, meet you. excited to be here. Absolutely, and I would not have met her if it had not been for FinCon. Yes. Um, she's absolutely beautiful, uh, model-like. Uh, curvaceous, uh, beautiful woman. So as you all can see on the picture, she's the cutest, cutest thing ever. What makes her more beautiful is the fact that she is the first African-American woman to own a company that helps deal with student loans. And her story is awesome how she got there. <laughs> so I can't wait to for you to share your story. And then I have a few other questions for you. But tell us a little bit about you and how this um, movement that you created just got viral and got really, yeah. really heated out here. Um, it's the best accidental business, but we know all great things are not by accident. Um, so Sonia Lewis from Philadelphia, um, born and raised, right? And I am excited because um, this story really shouldn't be um, the way that the trajectory of my life and my business is going probably shouldn't be so. Um, and so I literally stumbled into a six-figure business, and it was not intentional. I did not wake up one morning and say, you know what? I think today I'm going to slay Sally Mae. Like, <laughs> that didn't happen. Um, I, <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay. It I didn't happen that. that way. But I really just needed a plan for myself. So my story is that I'm over... Um, overdraft queen, a reformed overdraft queen, in which I had a problem with money and spending. I had a real entitlement problem. Like, I worked this hard. I should make this. I should have this. Oh, you are a narcissistic spender. I sure am. Uh -huh. Yes, and I knew all my credit cards and debit cards by heart. And so what it really was, probably if I really would like have more time with you,
you all would probably say was linked to some self-esteem issues, challenges that I'm overcoming currently. And I just was like, you know, money and emotions are so tied together. Mm-hmm. Well, long story short, I took a class through um, the church. Uh, it's called Financial Peace, which mm-hmm. is a product of Dave Ramsey. And I took his nine-week class on how to handle money. And I learned in those nine weeks, I know nothing. I knew nothing about money at the time. And I realized that my friends and family were on the same wavelength. Um, what happened actually was, I would say around week six, I started helping people after that uh, course in the church. And I would talk to them about their student loan debt because that's my professional background. Um, over 10 years with higher education and missions and financial aid experience. And so I was sitting down with people and I'm like, okay, all you have to do is X, Y, and Z. Well, that turned into people in the community because the church was uh, situated in a college-based community mm-hmm. would come in right after workshop was over and like we're looking for someone who's helping with loans Mm -hmm. and so now I'm sitting downstairs almost office like taking in appointments if you will for free and I was like Jesus ain't say to help all these people Jesus Jesus did not say everything had to be for free he really wants us to monetize our gifts so long story short I say you know what I don't mind doing this and I'm actually really excited about how I'm helping people and before I really took a charge or took payment up front no one ever missed their appointment. Like, I promise you, I had moved my operations to Corner Bakery. And I would be at Corner Bakery on a Saturday from, like, close to 9 to 9, literally. I would have my lunch breaks with Corner Bakery food. Mm-hmm. All right, and breakfast. And no one ever missed their appointment. They were literally on the hour waiting at the booth next for their appointment. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God, we might be on to something. So fast forward, I said, you know, what would it look like to put a scheduler in place? What would it look like to put deposits in place, you know, to really solidify my time and me sitting here? So I did that for a few months, and it was super steady, but the validation I was sharing with you offline was that I got invited to a conversation. The conversation was at the White House uh, before the Obamas had left, and it was uh, issues, pretty much issues that affect African-American women and girls. So it's so, I always say to people, you have to be mindful that other people will see something in you before you can Mm -hmm. and I started to do a little more research on it and I'm like hold on this this topic student loan debt disproportionately affects african-american women and girls of course i should be invited to the room of 50. and so i asked the room of 50 how many people here are affected by student loan debt everyone's hand goes up i said yet this is the topic we have yet to discuss so i was super excited to be invited into the space and for me what it did as a new entrepreneur just really brand new to this entire space was it allowed me to be validated Mm -hmm. it's really hard to go back to work the next day (laughs) You've just been in the White House. You see what I'm saying? I did go back to work the next day. I had a PTO. (laughs) And this is what the game changer was. The president at the time of the college I worked for had came to my office. I'm like, oh, crap. He's like, tell me about your experience with the White House. Someone showed me a picture. I'm like, well, Jim, it was a PTO, right? And then Mm -hmm. I said, and I told him, he said, oh, you're really going places. Now, it's not cute, guys. Everyone is listening. It's not cute for the college president to tell you you're really going places. Right, and I'm going to help you get there. You're fired. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) And so I really felt like my job was on the line. And it probably wasn't. To be quite honest with you, I do um, contract work for the college now. So they love me still, Mm -hmm. and I love them. But it was, it was, for me, 
people will see the gift in you before you see it in yourself. Right. And when I left, when I gave my two-week notice, because ultimately I did, um, I remember he set a meeting on my calendar, the president, this like never happens, and he said, when I met you, I knew you would either be a college president, which is my professional trajectory, mm-hmm. he was like, or you would be a business owner. He was like, I knew you were always going to outgrow us, I just didn't know when. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, so you could have just said that from day one. Right. They probably couldn't have kept me, right? <laughs> Fast forward, um, I had texted my mama, okay, I'm not married. So I said, Mom, if I were to leave my job and for some reason it went wrong, would I be homeless? Can you reply Y or N? I just need I need one letter, okay? <laughs> she said N. And I was like, okay, I'm going to write this two-week notice. And for me, that was the first time I ever took a leap of faith that big mm-hmm. and that was the first time where I was like if we're going to do this and we're going to trust God all the way um, I'm going to make this leap and, and just you know see what comes out of it that's awesome so uh, you got you became viral mm-hmm. because you know because someone said something online or there was a meme tell me tell yeah. me about, a little bit about that how you how yes. it became viral yes um, and you went from a small amount of clients to overnight yes. ridiculous amount so when I first had left my job I would say I was averaging between 40 to 60 new clients a month and um, when I left my job I decided to hire an admin and I got a senior coach and now we could take about 20 30 more people on because she was still working part-time and so it had been a year of grinding 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 and I had created a meme and it said first African-American woman owned student loan repayment company in the country so we're right in the new year on the eve of Black History Month I think this is like a perfect storm Mm -hmm. and blogs started to pick it up I literally just posted on my page and left it but people started to tag different blogs I should probably Mm -hmm. go back to the post to see how it all happened well three days later the shade room had called me and they were like yeah so tell us your story this is Maisha I'm like Oh, uh, so entrepreneurs that's listening, you really have to have your 30-second pitch ready. Right. Because you got to be ready. I literally literally gave her the 30-second pitch. She said, love it, posting it, hung up. That night, she posted it. I remember we had already experienced a small glow-up, blow-up from the blog. So Mm -hmm. all these appointments were coming in. It was good. I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. this is good. Mm -hmm. But when the shade room dropped it, I remember I had a few friends at my office that night because we were sending out personal thank you cards to people. It's like a part of our our system. Mm -hmm. I said, ladies, put your bags down. We just went viral. So everyone grabs their phone. My phone, literally, I had a six at the time, iPhone six. (laughs) It was about to break. I don't know what's going to happen here. Couldn't handle it. Overload. And 800 DMs like within two days. 800 emails, Um, all of these things started to happen. Um, And long story short, it was just that I was like, you know what, I just couldn't believe um, that everything was going to change overnight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. I was like, with that being said, I said, you know what, if I ever thought that this was like a hustle, if I wasn't unsure, because you know when you first leave your job, you're like, should I go back to work? I don't Mm -hmm. know. It, it was a game changer from that moment. That's awesome. So, you know, we're, we're going to find out where we can go to learn more about you. But 
we're talking about slaying student loan debt, right? Slaying mm -hmm. Sally Mae, okay? So what are one or two tips that we can do to slay Sally Mae? Yes, you absolutely need to take control by understanding how much you owe. So I encourage everyone to log into their lender's website and really, I know this sounds weird, but look through what they say you owe. Is it violent information? Is it not? Because I've seen in a lot of client situations, that's not their loans. You would be surprised how much uh, duplication there is, especially if you have a cousin, uh, a family member, a brother, like very similar name and social. Um, some of that stuff is duplicated. The second thing is you have options. Um, there are about eight repayment options. The first letter you get in the mail, that's called the standard repayment. That's the thing that's going to scare you and make you put the letter back down. But ultimately, what you're going to want to do is just really look to see, and we can help you with that, what can be most affordable for you so you can live your best life because you don't want this to be a death sentence. And lastly, lastly, you could have some of this forgiveness. Forgiveness, excuse me. Forgiveness is very real. You might owe eighty thousand, but you might only pay back thirty thousand. So there are so many programs, state programs, federal programs that are available. But because we're sometimes too intimidated, sometimes too scared, we're just like, you know what? I'll get to it when I get to it. But you could miss out on great opportunities. That's awesome. So it looks like I'm going to be hiring the student loan doctor <laughs> um, with because I'm still very bitter, bitter about my student loans. Um, so yeah, it's been really awesome. How can we get in contact with you? Work with you? Yeah. Um, with the best way to reach out to you so we have the most fun on Instagram you can follow uh, my page the student loan doctor um, the student loan doctor team is the other Instagram page where we post information doctor please help me is the website to get started with a free discovery call and tell us what's happening with you the student loan doctor LLC is our main website um, if you are looking for any products courses books studentloanworkbook.com is the website um, iTunes we have a podcast that we're revamping as well and that's usually um, I just upload uh, replays of webinars that you nice. might have missed in real time. So we put out so much free content, webinars every two weeks, that you don't have to necessarily pay us to get help. If you feel like it's beyond you, if you feel overwhelmed or you're ashamed or you have fear, then that's when you want to use us in terms of professional services. That's awesome. So make sure you go to her website. I'll also have it on the pages for uh, on the on the podcast. So Sonia, it was so awesome to meet you in FinCon. Yes. To learn your story is absolutely fabulous. And to know that there is support out there to help us with our student loan debt and to slay Sally Mae. Yes, I love darling. that girl, darling. Yes. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening again. Always remember, ignorance is not bliss. It's expensive as hell. I'll see you all in the next one. Hey there, this is Tara Jackson, a.k.a. Madam Money. I just want to thank you so much for listening to the Financial Fornicating with Madam Money podcast. And want to give a special shout out to our sponsors and supporters, Kimberly Singletary, Edeline Francois Dryden, and Candace Arnold. Your contributions are helping us to continue to uh, further the podcast uh, for people who really need it. And if you'd like to be a sponsor or if you'd like to be a supporter today, just click on the support this podcast and you can make contributions as low as 80 cents, as low as a dollar a month. You can do whatever you want, but any contribution to support this podcast is greatly appreciated so we can continue to spread financial literacy across the world. Hey, I love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Thank you for your support.